ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌನತ್ತು ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾಹೈಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀಕಮಸ್ತು ಮಾಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದೇ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಾದೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಆಪ್ಯಾಯಂತು ಮಾಂಗಿ ವಾಕ್ಪ್ರಾಣಶ್ಚಕ್ಷುಶ್ರೋತ್ರಮಸೋ ಬಲಮಿಂದ್ರಿಯಾಷದ ಮಾಹಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕುರ್ಯಾಕರೋದಕರ್ಣಮಸ್ತ್ವನಿರಾಕರಣ ಮೇ ಅಸ್ತು ತದಾತ್ಮನಿರದೌಪನಿಷತ್ಸು ಧರ್ಮಸ್ತೆ ಮಯಿ ಸಂತು ತೇ ಮಯಿ ಸಂತು ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಶ್ರುತಿಸ್ಮೃತಿಪುರಾಣಲಯಂಕರುಣಾಲಯ ನಮಿ ಭಗವತ್ಪಾದ ಶಂಕರ ಲೋಕಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವಾದರಾಯಣ್ಯಕೃತೌ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತೌ ಪುನಃ ಪುನಃ ಈಶ್ವರೋ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದ ವಿಭಾಗಿನ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಮೂರ್ತ ಓಮಿತ್ಯೇತದಕ್ಷರಮುದ್ಗೀತಮುಪಾಸೀತ ಓಮಿತಿಶ್ಯೋದ್ಗಾಯತೆ ತೋಪವ್ಯಾಖ್ಯಾನ ತದ್ಯೇವೇತೋಕೆ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಚರ್ಯ ಅನುವಿಂದ್ರಹ್ಮಲೋಕ ಲೋಕೇಶು ಕಾಮಚಾರೋ ಭವತಿಜಾಮೆಂಟ್ರ So, manasa pratyavatranayati. They are nothing but these states of the mind, states of consciousness. Because then only there is consistency with the Puranas as well as the other Shrutis. So, the question was asked, Nanu samudraha saritaha. In some other Puranas we read that the oceans, rivers, all of them go to Brahmaloka. to present the obeisance to Brahmaji. So, how can it be if they are simply mental? Na murti matpe prasiddha rupanava tatra gavanam patte There can be mental forms also. Not only can there be tangible forms made of earth, water, etc. There can be corresponding forms of the mind. So, I think you would imagine that they go in these tangible forms. 
Or you imagine that they go in corresponding different forms which are mental forms. Tulyayam, Chakalpanayam. For us both of them are only Kalpana. That they go as they are or they go in some other form. Then, Yasa Prasiddhaheva Manasya Karvatya Kalpayatam. Then we are quite familiar with the, the men, women, other entities which are simply the states of mind as in dream. And so it's quite appropriate that if you have to do Kalpana, imagine, then imagine also what is, what makes sense. Not possible oceans to go from here to there anyway. And that they can have an alternate forms which are mental forms and therefore in those forms they go to Brahmaloka. Drishtahi manasyaha evakaravatiha pumstriadhyaha murtaya svatne. Because in dream we do have oceans and trees and cities and human beings and so so forth. All nothing but the states of the mind. Nanutaha, Anurtaha eva. If you say that they are the states of the mind only, like dream, then dream is Anutam, is false, is material. Then does it mean that all those objects of pleasure in Brahmaloka also are mitya? If those objects are false like dream, then they will contrary our own Shuddhi, which says, The unfailing desires. So in fact, that is what has brought about this discussion. That's what the Tikagara said in the earlier page. Teme Satya Kamai Sutya Aparadarshana Kamanam Satyatva Bhantim Navardayatam. So when we read that, Teme Satya Kamaha, that is around the real desires or objects. Aparadarshana, when you don't give much thought to it, then you imagine that they are this kind of tangible entities. So satyatva bhantim navadya, not satya in the sense of paramarika satya. They have vyavarika satyatvam, not paramarika satyatvam. So to remove that bhanti with the word satya kama satya will create is the purpose of the discussion. Here on the other hand, Anandagiri says, Brahma-lukasthan, padarthan, nirnaitum, vicharam, avatarayam. And he says that his whole discussion is for coming to an understanding of the nature of the objects in Brahma-luka. So, this was the introduction. <coughs> coming back, the question was, if you say that the objects in Brahma-luka are similar to those in the dream, then objects in dream are false. Does it mean that objects in Brahmaloka also are false? And if that is so, then that would contradict the statement Teme Satya Kama that this Kama, the objects of desire, are Satya. No, there will not be a contradiction. The objects can be Satya also, as well as they can be Manasya also, meaning also of the state of mind that arose our contradiction is not there. Manasa pratyasya sattu That even thoughts of the mind also have a reality. Not that just because they are thoughts or states of mind or even creations of mind, put it this way. Dream is a creation of the mind. So just because something is creation of mind doesn't mean that it is false, it also has some kind of reality. Manasai pratyaya stri purusha akaraha 
sapne drishyande. Because in dream we do experience men, women and many things. <coughs> so we, in, we experience a dream. Entities with akaras or forms of men, women, everything else. So they are there. No jagradvasana rupa sapna dushyaha. No tatta striyadeha sapna vidyante. It says, wait a minute. This man and women that we experience in waking state, they are not those men and women there. Jagradvasana rupa. There are many vasanas. So jagrat entities are satya, are tangible, real. But what is there in the dream is merely of the nature of vasana, the projection of the mind based on vasanas or the impressions. <coughs> so waking state objects are real. The dream objects are not real because they are vasana rupa. So what is vasana rupa? What is the creation simply of the, the impressions of the mind? How can it be real? This question. How can dream, you say that, the dream objects also have some kind of reality. How can they have reality? <coughs> the waking objects have reality. But dream objects are simply the products of the impression, vasanas. So how can what is clear in vasana or impressions be real? Then answer was atyalpamidamuchyade. What you are saying amounts to very little. You think that only the objects in dream are vasana rupas? Even objects in waking also are vasana rupas. So if you think that objects in waking are real, then objects in dream also are real. Because being, so waking objects you are willing to accept as real, satya. So when the question is that they are real objects, real entities, like we have in the waking state, like real entities in Brahmaloka also. Since they are real entities, but not real in terms of tangibility, real in terms of athakriya kayatvam, that they serve the purpose. Just as objects and wakings are real, the sense that they serve the purpose. Then the sun is hot and ice is cold and scorpion stings and butterfly gives joy. So all of these things, you know, act as their name suggests. They serve the purpose according to their names. So that kind of reality is even in dream. Because when you are in dream, the dream objects also serve the same purpose of creating pleasure and pain. And similarly, in the Brahmaloka also, those objects are that kind of reality that you actually enjoy them. So Jagarshavi Mahasapratya Abhinavrattaya. What do you think about the waking objects? You say they are real. What do you think they are? Mahasapratya Abhinavrattaya. They are also accomplished by the ideas of the mind, even the waking objects. How? Sadiksha Abhinavrattaya. So Sadiksha Abhinavrattaya. Tejo Bhinnamayatvat. Jagrat Vishayanam. You know, objects of waking state, which are made of the five elements or three elements, the fire, water and earth, so that is what the tangible. But these tangible objects are products of tangible elements, which in turn are products of only mental ideas of Sat or Ishvara. It is Ishvara's thoughts in the mind or sankalma in the mind, which manifests these elements, which in turn combine to appear as these objects. Sankalmulahi lokahaiti se uktam. Sankalma means the thought in the mind. So lokaha sankalpa mulaha. 
The seventh chapter said that all the words are, have their mula, their source, their cause in Sankara. How do you say that? Samaklupatam dhyava prasivi. Look, this rain is the product of Sankara. Rain is the creation of the combined activities of space and air and you know, sun and moon, etc. So they combine all of them will. Let there be rain. And so there was rain. Then rain willed. Let there be food. Then annam willed, etc. Let there be pranas. Pranas willed. Let there be mantras. Mantras willed. Let there be karma. Just subsequently everything is a product of will. So sankalpamalai loka. The whole universe has its origin sankalpa. Not even matter. As I said yesterday, not even the bosom particle. It is a thought. Even that particle also is the projection of mind, which in turn is projection of consciousness. So consciousness first manifests as mind, and the mind manifests as the universe. This is what Vedanta explains. There is no way right now that we can verify it scientifically. There is no instrument can measure consciousness. So, natatra chakshur you can't see or hear or anything like that. Nor can anything measure the mind except some alpha, beta, some kind of, uh, you know, uh, waves, etc. But what exactly the thought of the mind is and then correlate that sankat thought with the object. I do not know that there is anything that can actually establish that connection, scientifically. And so uh, science stops there. But we say that even the external objects are the creations of the mind, and mind itself is the creation of consciousness. So Klupadam Java Pasitatra Sarva Sutishucha Pratigatma Utpati Prasha. In all the Shrutis we find Utpati, the creation of the universe is from Pratyagatma, sometimes from Brahma, from Ishvara, or from indwelling in, in, so in self. But they are the same. Whether you call it Atma, whether you call it Sat, whether you call it Chit, whether you call it Ananda, Ananda, Devakhalviman, Bhutan, Jayante. So from Ananda, all these beings are created, sustained, etc. Sometimes we call Ananda. Sadeva Swamidama sometimes call Sat, sometimes Chit, sometimes Atma. All of them are the same. So ultimately it is a projection of the self. That's what Vashika has to say. So, Sarva Shruti Pratyagatmana from Pratyagatma alone, Utpatti Pralayascha. They all emerge from the self there is consciousness, they merge back again to self there is consciousness. Tatrivasthitisya, all of them are sustained in consciousness only. Yathava Aranabhav Ityarina Uchare. And this is seen through examples such as the spokes that are fixed in the hub. So how did creation, sustenance, they are always there only, without hub they cannot exist. To this, Anandagiri, we read that. Continuing, Siddhanayi Nalu, Kulalo Gatam Chikeshu, Manasa Sankalvitam Akaram Bhail Nirmimite. Page 376 on the line 18. Kulalaha Gatam Chikeshu. A pot maker Chikeshu who is desire of creating Gatam Ekapat. Manasa Sankalvitam Akaram Bhail Nirmimite. 
Bahir Nir Mimede, he creates outside a part which is corresponding to Akaram, the form that is visualized in the mind. So Manasi Sankalpitam Akaram Bahir Nir Mimede, Tatra Sankalpa Bhakya Karasta Nimittam. So Sankalpa, on the thought, in the mind of the part maker, becomes nimittam, becomes the cause of the bhāhyākāra, nimittakāra. Ultimately, upadhanakāra is clay, but that also is product of sankara. You follow? Even though clay is the material cause for the part, but clay itself is the product of earth and so on, ultimately from sankara only. So tatra sankalpo bhāhyākāyasya nimittam. Sankalpo are the thought in the mind of the part maker becomes nimittam, the cause of the bhāhyākāra, external part. But sankalpascha purvānubhūta sajātya gochara. But sankalpa, the thought of the part, can only be similar to a part that has been experienced in the past. So whatever kinds of parts this part maker has experienced in the past, the thought of parts in his mind will only correspond in that. So in some country, the parts are square, suppose. So part makers are accustomed to make those kind of parts, a different kind of machine. Then in his mind there will be only this thought of a square part. And so, they, so in India, people think in certain way. They want to cook, then there will be some kind of thinking in Gujarat. In Punjab, a different kind of thinking. Bengal, a different kind of thinking. All cooking. They all cook differently. Because what they cook is, in correspondence with what they have experienced, which this is what mommy told me. That's how I do. At the age of seventy they tell us <laughs> that they cook as their mother told them sixty years ago or whatever. Other than that they don't know. Have you made this very that I don't know? This is what my mother told me. Meaning that the thought in your mind always is of the same class, not the same thought, of the same class as what you have experienced in the past. Therefore, this part maker makes a part similar to what he has experienced. So earlier experience becomes the cause of the thought now, which in turn becomes the cause of the part outside, which experience becomes the cause of the future thought. So Purvanabhutahapi, Purvada Sankalpa Nirmitaha, Animitta, whatever. So the earlier thought was the cause of the earlier experience. That experience was the cause of the earlier Sankalpa. Iti Nimitta Nimittika Bhava Sarvasya Samvit Vivardhatve Katham Upapadyade. Iti Nimitta Nimittika Bhava. See, Nimitta is different. And naimitika is different. Cause is different, effect is different. Cause is, a, is mental, thought of the mind. Effect is tangible. So, if you, if you say that everything is only projection, <coughs> then whatever there is, is projection upon consciousness. And that's what you mean. That's some way. Then how can there be this kind of change, difference? How can everything is projection on consciousness? Then how do you explain this variety of nimitta and naimittika? Cause and effect, subtle and tangible. This kind of variety, how can there be? So this svapna dushyanam eva we accept that those drishyas or objects seen in the dream, they are products of asana. But how can you say 
Then all the waking objects also are products of asa because no sorry tatra no chidvivarta rupa svatnarkhanam nimitta nemitika bhavak adrishtaheti bhavaha I have another footnote here in dream we don't find this nimitta nemitika bhava we accept the dream is a projection upon the consciousness let us say but there we do not experience this nimitta nemitika bhava so if the waking is projection then how can this nimitta nemitika bhava be there if you say that waking is similar to dream in terms of its projection or superimposition on consciousness then we should be able to experience that in the dependent dream we don't experience that cause and effect and we just see everything so that cause and effect kind of relationship or setup that we see in the waking how can that how can it be there if both cause and effect both of them are superimposed upon consciousness If everything is superimposed on consciousness, how can one thing be called cause, other thing can be effect? This should be all similar, is it not so? Because in the dream everything is similar, but not in the waking. So how do we explain this cause and effect kind of setup which you find in the waking state as having a reality similar to dream? That this is also a projection. So samvit vivatatve katam upapadyate simply projects our samvit then how is it tenable how is it keeping in with reasoning tatra so it is shutyat atyalpam idamuchyate when we say then you think that only the dream is projection even waking also is projected that was idea right so tasmaledi masakara says or if you go to the other tika in the uh, what is line number 37 which we already read yesterday bahyanam manasanam cha vasana janyatu avisheshat bahyanam yo swapnikanam api satyatum apeshikam apeksham navirudhvi upasamaharade vasagar said So, Tathāsati Viruddhyeta was said in the page 372 in the line number 6. Vāsakara said, there is no Viruddha. In as much as dream objects also have some reality like the waking objects have and therefore that the Shruti says that the objects in Brahmaloka also are real is okay. As real that they are in the waking here. If for you these waking tangible objects are real, <coughs> then you would accept that the dream objects also have a reality of that kind, and then the objects in Brahmaloka also have a reality of that kind. What's the reality? They are projections. So you thought that the objects in dream are not real because they are projections. Then we say that even the objects in waking also are projections. And if you are willing to call these objects as real, then why is projection becomes real? Then dream also is real. Then Brahmaloka objects are same reality. Then in spite of the objects in the waking being projection, they still serve the purpose. They are all very real. So there is a cause and effect relation. All the laws are there. Everything is very systematic. It's orderly. the whole waking universe is orderly and that's why we are compelled to accept it as real how can mithya be so orderly there is cause and effect order is everywhere so this predictability the science all of this is possible only when there is order so how can waking creation be mithya is it is projection and every projection is mithya like dream That's all. And so, 
just as they serve, they have the order, everybody has their own order. Dream would have its own order and Brahmaloka would have its own order. Order will be there. Whether the same order or not is a different matter, but there is going to be order. <coughs> Meaning that even projection of mind also has an order. He is not disorderly projection. He is not a haphazard projection. It is not a projection without its cause or reason. So projection also, as Swamiji would say, everything is in order. So projection also is in order. Has an order. If it is in order means that this is a criminal. In order means what? Criminally also is an order. Don't not that this criminal order means it's okay. Order doesn't mean it's all right. See, people mistake this. Oh, Swami, everything is in order. Terrorism is also in order. Order means what? Terrorism also has an order as to how it is created. If you look into that, there is a reason why the person is what this person is. So you can explain that. That is what is meant by order. It is all explainable. That is what is meant by order. It is all in keeping with reasoning. That's all the order means. Doesn't mean that it is in order means it is right. Or it is desirable. That's not his idea. It is in order reason. If you understand the reason, then it will be acceptable also. If not desirable, at least acceptable, then all you understand. Then you have compassion, sympathy for that person rather than anger. That's the way transformation can take place in you, whatever remains outside, there is a different thing. Vedanta does not seek to change what is out there. You can. That the world will teach you. Business schools will teach you how to change things that are out there. To make them comfortable or favorable to you. Vedanta teaches how to change yourself so that you can retain the equanimity of your mind regardless of what is out there so that you can manage it properly. Basically, to manage properly what is out there, you require a mind that enjoys an equanimity. And then you can manage it properly. So that's what Vedanta teaches, self-management. If you can manage yourself well, then you will be able to manage the world also well. Anyway, that's by the way. The question is, when such an order is there, in projection, how can such an order be there? This was the, idea, the question there. So, nit nimitta nimitikva sarvasya sarvasya samvidyavatatve nit nimitta nimitikva katham opadhyade. Sarvasya samvidyavatatve if everything is projection on the consciousness, then how do you have this kind of systematic setup of the cause and effect? Because we don't see that in the dream. So then Mahasakara says, Tasmaditi. Tasmat manasanam cha manasanam Bhāhyānāṁ ca viśānāṁ itareta kāyakāratvam iṣyate eva bījāṁ kurvata That's what we read yesterday. Tasmādhava manasānāṁ bhāhyānāṁ ca viśānāṁ Avishaya are the objects which are manasā, which are the states of mind and bhāhyāna, we are external, which are the tangible objects. So one is the objective reality, what is outside there, which is available for perception by everybody. Whereas the body of the mind is available to the to individual. So what is subjective reality becomes objective reality. That's why Vāsīkāra pratyagātmana utpattihi pralaya, etc. Ultimately, all thinking takes place in the mind of the individual. So what is subjective becomes objective. It is mind-boggling. 
to be able to accept that all this is, I have created it in some way. I have created the world around me by entertaining whatever thoughts I did. And so it's mind-boggling that I did it. You did it. You wanted it, so you have it. Anyone wanted it, well, you may, maybe you wanted this and you had that, but then you wanted something which amounts to what you get, you know. Meaning you may not get the form that you wanted, but you may get the consequences of what you wanted. And the consequences may or may not be desirable, pleasant, you know. Anyway, the idea is therefore refrain from wanting and desiring as much as you can. Because as Badaswami said, we are creating a blueprint for our own future. By every desire or every action, you create the blueprint of your own future. So future is a huge blueprint. Keep on drawing small lines and create a blueprint. Careful. <laughs> you must be careful before you before you even desire anything. Anyway. So the idea is that then Vasakara Manasana Bhayana Vishana. Itareda Kayakanata Vishade. It is desirable. That the what is subjective and what is objective enjoy a cause and effect relationship because what is subjective becomes subjective, what is objective becomes subjective, that again becomes objective, that becomes subjective. Ishade eva. That is how it is, has to be. Bijanka, then only creation can be there. How can creation sustain? Even if Sat projected the world, let us say, but it continues. So how will creation continue? He is lying down there, sleeping, and still creation can then sustain, everything continues. Because the agents are all here, all desiring entities are there and there, right? They continue to aid or help him in his scheme of continuing the So, perpetuating this creation, it will be perpetuated. As long as desires are there, and they will be there as long as ignorance is there. So going to Anandagiri, line 21, Yasmat Sataha Sarvasya Ikshanam Purukalpiya Sadushri Gocharam So in Sat also, Sarvasya Ikshanam, when in the beginning of creation, when Sat also visualizes, Ikshanam is visualized the whole thing. Ishwar also visualizes the whole creation in the beginning. Purukalpiya Sadushri Gocharam and therefore, the Bhagavatam said, Ashesha Sanya. He should Ashesha Sanya. Now, Sanya means also Prajna. And Sanya means also knowledge, that means Jnana. Ashesha Jnana means one who knows everything. So even when he goes to Pralaya, then Shesha Sanya also is there reading, and then he is called Shesha because he alone is left after all resolution has taken place. A Shesha Sanya is left at the same time, he also contains this knowledge of what has all, how everything has taken place. How in the earlier cycle of creation, creation, sustenance, dissolution, how it all took place, is all there in his mind. When he is lying down, so that when he creates a new cycle, he uses that as a basis for this creation. So creation may not be identical. Its configuration may vary. But the setup is identical. Then there are five elements, it's all the same. From Pradhan, there is Prakruti, and there is Mahatattva, Ahankara, and Panchatan Matra, and their setup is the same. Vishaya. The objects may vary depending on the karma. So he remembers with all that knowledge he creates. 
Sarvastikshanam. Uru Kalpi Sadushigocharam. Never. It is similar to the setup that exists in the Purva Kalpa or the earlier cycle of creation. Puru Kalpiya Tataha Puru Tadikshanamittayati. And whatever existed in the earlier cycles were the products of the Ikshanam or, or Nimitta Sankalpa of the, of the earlier one. So each earlier cycle created the Sankalpa in the beginning of new cycle. That creates this cycle, which in turn will create this sankalpa for the next cycle. Because every sankalpa is a product of the previous experience. What a pot maker, when he visualizes a pot, result of the experience, earlier experience. Even Ishwara, therefore, when he visualizes the universe, the beginning of creation, it's a product of the experience that Ishvara had of the previous cycle, previous cycles of creation, not only one cycle. So every time we have more sophistication, we have more experience of Ishvara. So more sophistication also, I guess. Anyway. Iti samvidheva ittam svavidya avidya vivartate In this manner, Samvit, all sankalpa in every cycle of creation is on the part of Samvit. Samvit ittam in this manner, is consciousness that ittam in this manner, su avidya vivartate. Vivartate means appears. Purnasya, Purnat, Purnamudachate. From Purna, Purna alone emerges. Meaning Purna alone manifests as Purna. Because only substance we have is Purna. So whatever is created has its origin, material cause in Purna alone. Whereas we don't have any other stuff. Even what appears a Purna has its material cause only in Purna, you understand? That's the only stuff that we have. Sadeva Sumidamagrasit. Ekameva Sasat alone was there. Purna alone was there, one without us, nothing else was there. So that's the substance from which all of this is created. It is Purna alone that manifests as the universe, not creates or manifests. So avidya, for that it requires shakti. If shakti hai, wo shakti man se kabhi bhinna nahi reha shakti. Shakti always nothing but total dependence on Shakti Man. Swavidya, Swamaya. Avidya also is there and Maya also is there. Avidya is there on the part of individual jivas and Maya is there on the part of Ishvara. Meaning that the ignorance of individual jivas are is the nimitta our ignorance and our desires, they become nimitta or the cause, nimitta karanam for creation. For that Ishvara uses the maya to create the forms. So therefore, in the, uh, in the modes of vasanas, the objects, you know, are created. So vasana becomes a mold. See, this is how his mind thinks, you know. So creating something, you create a mold. So vasana is a mold in which you pour. That's how the objects are created. Therefore, the vasanas are the molds. So our vasanas become molds. And Ishwara creates by pouring maya in there. And that's how combination of avidya and maya. Avidya means ignorance, individual ignorance. Which has its karma, avidya karma, desires, which become nimitta or instrumental in creating specific objects. So, maya provides the material and avidya provides the diversity, you know. That's how you can think. <coughs> so, so avidya, vivartate, will appears. 
not creates but appears. <coughs> so my note says, so vidyavade tatra hitma niravayavasyaityadena. Why do you say, how do you say that consciousness alone manifests as this objects the world through its ignorance? Because niravayavasya sanmatrasya svarasyena ikshanadi anupatehe niravayavasya sanmatrasya. See, they say that sat or brahma is abhinna nimitta upadhanakarana. So there is a whole thrust of the sixth chapter. Yena shrutam shrutam bhaudyamadam atam avijnana vijnana medhi. So the pratijna, the proposition was knowledge of everything by knowledge of one, ekavijnana, saravijnana. Therefore it is said that eka is only sat. And sat alone is everything. Therefore by knowing sat you know everything. Now you know that that means sat is both the nimitta as well as upadana karanam because there is no cause other than me. Matta paraparam nanyat kinchidasti dhananjaya. There is no cause other than myself. Arjuna, don't think that nimitta karanam I am upadana is different. What is this I? In that case, the upadana karanam must necessarily undergo a transformation, like clay should go a tra- undergo transformation, become pot. When is it possible? When clay is savayavam. When clay itself is also a product of many incomponents or ingredients, the many parts, many, then alone it can under. So what is the part? What is nothing but the rearrangement of avayavas of the clay? Clay is made of avayavas, you call it particles. Clay is made up of number of particles. Every particle becomes the avayava of the clay. And rearrange those particles, that becomes pot. So now for pot to be created, then the clay must be rearranged to become pot. It can be rearranged only when it's avayavam itself also is a composite entity. So Brahman also to be material cause, it also must be savayavam, a composite entity, then alone the universe is possible. But niravayavasya sanmatrasya. Basat, which you say is the upadana karana, material cause, is niravayavam, is partless, formless, changeless, and therefore in primary sense, Sat cannot become the material cause of the universe. Never. So Swarasena Ikshnadi Anupate. Even for thinking, even for visualizing what you want to create also, it changes taken place, isn't it? So Maya transforms itself in the form of that first visualization of the Ikshana. Even that kind of Ikshana also is not possible for consciousness which is changeless. So Swarasena Ikshanadi Anupatte. It is not tenable or logical that consciousness as it is can even have Ikshanam, even have visualization. Means what? So Avidya Mantra, that Avidya alone, without Avidya, Ikshanam also is not possible. Ikshanam also is an idea superimposed. So, <coughs> First superimposition is what? Ikshana. Sankalva. And that transforms as an external universe. So there were Sva Avidya Vivartate. Samvita consciousness Vivartate. Without undergoing change appears as a universe where Avidya, the ignorance becomes very nimitta or instrumental, you know, cause or, as I said, creation of the universe. Continue with Anandik Tasmat Sarvasya Samvit Vivartatvebi Never. What is is nothing but Vivarta or projection upon Samvit. Nimitta Nimitta Vavayam Anirvachyo Naviruddhyade Ityata So all these Anirvachyam and ignorance. Never. 
that there is this cause and effect relationship in creation is also okay. Because after, says Anirvacha, even the cause and effect relationship also cannot be established in the primary sense as our Manduke Karigakara says that cause and effect also is an idea, you know, which is, which is demolished. But there looks like cause and effect. You know, demolish the idea of cause and effect. You say that the father is a cause and son is an effect. But when was father created? Thirty-five years ago. Really? Devadatta was created. Father is created the moment the son is born. Then only he becomes father. So idea of father arises in you. Hey, I have become father. You have become father. Congratulations. You become father. Means father is created when the child was created. So then the father is cause and child effect. It is no that this previous and later, that kind of thing is not that. Both are born simultaneously. How can they have cause and effect? So it's all anirvachaniya. Therefore, I am anirvacha bhava na virudyate. After all, nothing can be explained. You think that the cause and effect relation you can't be explained? Nothing can be explained. It's all anirvachaniya. Therefore, this also is quite in order. That you cannot explain also in order. Anirvachyattam also is in order, <coughs> ultimately. At some level everything is in order. But when you really go examine more deeply, then you find that doesn't make sense. As a scientist go deeper and deeper, find that nothing makes one plus one is not two. And one minus one is not zero, etc. All kinds of equations there are there. Meaning that all these rules, which are applicable at a certain gross level, they fail to explain the the uh, the micro level, or the, the you know this the what you subtle level. <coughs> Same thing about this macro level. Again, what happens? Galaxies also these rules of mathematics though don't you know work there. So the all anirvachaniyam. So that means the subatomic particle they behave in an inexplicable way. Huge galaxies also behave in inexplicable way. But in between they behave in inexplicable way, you know. How can it be anirvachaniyam? And so this cause and effect is an explicable way. How can it be when submit and project inexplicable? How can when the sore, when the cause is inexplicable, how can you explicable thing? It says, you know, you think it is explicable. Okay, that's all right. Ultimately, nothing is explicable. <coughs> so, na virudyade ityatara. Then say, Ramagiri, atha satsabdavachyaya samvidaha is samvidaha. Anirvacha spandanakale ye vishayaha bahyataya bhasante. Then, sat shabdavachaya samvidaha. So, what the Upanishad said, sat, which means actually samvid. So, consciousness which was called sat in the sixth chapter, Samvidha, that's the sixth case. Of that Samvidha consciousness, Anirvachas, the Spandana in Samvid cannot be explained. A movement in consciousness cannot be explained because consciousness is motionless. So it all beginning is Anirvachya. How can there be Ikshanam or thought in consciousness? How can there be movement in consciousness? So they say that what is pralaya, what is pradhanam is the samyavastha, the state of balance of all the three gunas, sattva, rajasthas, then there is no creation. Then there is a spandaram, and that is a movement, inexplicable. Although Vaisheshika and Nanyaka say that the basis is five atoms, 
which are all, they have no activity and they have dissolution. Then some activity starts. Ishwaragnya, they say. It is desire of Ishwara that created. Meaning you have to give some reason. Vedanta says there were anirvacha spandanakare. The first movement spandanam that takes place in consciousness, which is the basis of the entire creation. What, what creates that? Anirvacha, that spandanam, that movement is inexplicable, meaning it's not logical. That means it doesn't conform to the reasoning that we, you know, put it this way. Ye vishaya bhakhyataya vasande spandankare that movement in consciousness, all these objects that appear, the external objects, tesham kadashitabhi samit atirekana sattva anangikarad They do not have existence other than consciousness. They are never apart from consciousness. So before creation, they were in the form of that spandana or movement. During creation, they enjoy a tangible form. And after dissolution again, they dissolve into another movement, another spandana. So these external objects are never apart from samvit or consciousness. So that is a very important thing. So Bhradharani Gopana said that they are consciousness therefore. Because when two things are experienced simultaneously, always, if two things are always simultaneously experienced, then they cannot be two, they are one only. So just as he said, the sound of the drum that we hear from a distance, then there are two things that we experience. You recognize, hey, somebody is playing on drum. How do you say that? Because specific notes you hear. That are connecting, whatever they do, you know, that you hear. So you hear the specific notes, you recognize also a sound of drum which is general. So all specific particular has its root in general. So particular is not apart from general. So notes are also nothing but the sound of the drum. And that sound of the drum also is a specific manifestation of sound. And that's the manifestation of Akasha and manifestation of Maya, manifestation of consciousness. And that's how everything is consciousness. Anyway, so Tesha, Kadachidabi, Samit Atiregena, Sattva Anangikara. So what we think are the external, gross, tangible objects? never exist apart from consciousness. <coughs> they were atyanta asattva lakshan anudattam apadyeta. Then these objects have no reality at all because they don't have independent reality. They are never apart from consciousness, meaning that these names and forms that are out there do not have any independent realities. That means they are unreal. They were so, actually sattva anangikarat, instead of there, that should be the atyanta, it should be, you know, atyanta asattva lakshanam anudattam apadnira. Therefore the names and forms in their own becomes totally without reality because they are never apart from reality. It is consciousness. There is no reality at all. That means they are only in... Attend that as well as not there. They are non-existent on their own. Tathāca, Vyavahara, Bhanga, Prasanga. If these names and forms have no reality at all, then how do you become the object of interaction, transaction? How do you drink water and the quench, thirst is quenched? How does it work? When water has no existence, what is Samvit? Then how does this so Samvit is okay, but Samvit cannot quench your thirst. Samvit cannot appease your hunger. But this laddu which appears my hunger is never apart from Samvit, doesn't have reality. So thing which doesn't have reality, how can become an object of interaction, transaction? So that Shankar is raised and questions are Yadhyapi. So Vashakar says, Yadhyapi, 
ಸ್ವಾತ್ಮನಿ Even though what is out there is nothing different from what is in there in the mind. Manasa evachabhahya and what is in the mind alone becomes what is out there. Even though this is so, then Sadhanagiri tathapi. You would add one word. Tathapi na anudatva vidyadhyara. Tathapi na anudatva. Even though what is out there is inside. What is inside what is out there. But out there alone is what is in there, still tathavi na anutate, tathavi na anutatvam, still it is, they are not unreal, they are not non-existent. Adhyastasya adhishthanayva svatma, because what is superimposed has its reality in adhishthanam, in the substrate. So substratum, the rope is the atma of the snake. Snake is its reality in substratum which is rope. And what is the atma of the snake? Rope is the self of the snake. So what is the self of the projection? So substratum adhishthanam is the atma of adhyarop of projection. <coughs> so adhyastasya adhishthanam ev atma adhyastasya what is projected of that atma the self is adhishthanam. What is Atma? Because from rope alone the snake has emerged. In rope alone it sustains. In rope alone it goes back. So rope is the material cause and material cause is Atma. Like the Atma of the pot is clay which is material cause because it is never apart from clay. So also rope is the material, you can say material cause of the snake, Atma of the snake. Tasmin na kadāsidapi atan atyanda sattvam tādātmanivas phrunāt Therefore, even when the snake is shining before you, you can't say it no, non-existent. We don't call it asat. Because even when the snake is shining, you say, I am sarpaha, that I am amsa that belongs rope is real. So I am Sarpa is not totally non-existent. I am Pa is real. So as I am, the snake is real. As snake, it does not exist. As I am, it exists. So na kadāsinavi atyanda sattvam Therefore in adhyastha also, na atyanda sattvam is never totally non-existent. Tādhātmanivas puranāt because snake cannot shine independent of the rope. If it was shining independent of the rope, then it would be totally non-existent. But it shines only borrowing its existence, swasatta and spurti from the rope. So satta and spurti which are there in the snake, they belong to rope. They are real. In the snake, the satta and are real. Because they come from rope. And that name and form is unreal. But no, atyanda sattva means total non-existence is not there. Tadatmenimas purana because snake always shines in identification with having rope as his atma. Ataha na vyavahar Therefore the snake also becomes the object of vyavahara. It can also cause fear in me. The rope snake also causes fear in me because of some existence, reality that it does have. So these people are concerned, everything is projection, now then nothing is real, then how Vyavara? Vyavara also the same degree anyway. What you call Vyavara also the same reality as all those objects. As somebody said to Shankaracharya, hey, if everything is Mithya, why do you run away when the elephant came? Elephant also is Mithya, why do you run away? By running away also is Mithya. And so, if elephant is Mithya, Vyavara also is Mithya. So that is okay. And therefore, what Bhashyakara says is that even though the objects are mithya, 
they are still, they can serve the purpose of Vyavahara. So because of Vyavahara, we think it is real. Because this water can quench my thirst, therefore we take water. That's how Nayayika thought the whole world is real. He said, just because it serves the purpose, that's not the criterion for reality. That Vyavahara, that you can interact, that it serves the purpose, and all these things happen. There is not the criterion for determining the nature of reality. Nature of reality is determined by whether it is abadhyam or not. That's all. Abadhitam satyam. Abadhitam generally satyam. The snake also. The satyasuna is abadhitam. The snake is bhadhyogi. Snake part is mithya. Whole thing is not mithya because mithya can never sustain because before without satyam. Mithya can never exist or never shine without satyam because it is satta and furti of the satyam that alone exists in shine is mithya. So in that sense, purnamevavashishyade, all of this purnam, purna, purnamudachyade, because it is purnam. Universe also is Puram as the Adhisthana. Atma is Puram as a Swarupam. Universe is Puram as Adhisthana. Okay. Om Puramada Puramidam Puramad Puramudachyade Puramasya Puramada Yapuramevavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Hashyakrutau Vande Bhagavantau Punapuna Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadvyapta Dehaya Dakshinamurtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Pyo Namaha Hari Om